the marinade. There's no O in marinade. Let's try it one more time. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> the marinade. Marrow. Marrow. Marinade. Bone marinade. The marinade. The marinade. With Jason Earl. Welcome to Marinade Moments. I'm your host, Jason Earl, and this is the show where I tell stories from a life well attended. I've been fortunate to take in a ton of cool events in my life, and this is the space where we bond over the beauty of live music. On this episode, I'm going to tell the tale of seeing Amanda Shires and Rod Picot play European Street Cafe in Jacksonville, Florida's San Marco neighborhood on May 24th, 2012. I'll start by reading a piece I wrote right after the show, and then add some context at the end. This one requires some reflection and self-critique, There's a moment in it that I kind of cringe at now, and if you do the same, just stick with me. We'll talk about it at the end. I was almost nervous when I spoke to Amanda Shires after her enchanting set at European Street Cafe in San Marco, which is silly considering I am a grown man and she is not Barry Larkin, Michael Jordan, or the ghost of Waylon Jennings, the only people a man my age has a right to get tongue-tied around. Such is the hold she had on the tiny room in Jacksonville on Thursday, May 24th, 2012. The listening room at European Street is simply one of the dining rooms that gets converted for concerts on Thursday nights. You call to make a reservation, pay your money, a very reasonable $12 on this night at the door, and enjoy your very own table just steps away from the entertainment. It's an intimate and comfortable setting and really the ideal venue for an evening with Amanda Shires and Rod Picot. Amanda and Rod were drinking wine before and during the show, a selection that may not really sound very rock and roll, but which made a ton of sense in that venue and for those two folks. The contrast between Amanda's murder and suicide ballads and heartbreak songs and her gorgeous voice and elegant choice of beverage expedited our tumbling in love with her. Her set was mostly original stuff with a smattering of outstanding covers, Amanda mentioned Leonard Cohen as her favorite songwriter of all time and then launched into a superior version of his classic, I'm Your Man. She took it head on and we followed. That was one of at least three songs written by men in the first person that she tackled with aplomb. Her own outstanding songs are mostly about love gone bad and the characters who go off the rails a bit when it does. In other words, my kinds of tunes. Juxtaposed with Amanda, Rot Picot was overshadowed, a fact that I mentioned not as a slight to him, but as an illustration of her presence and ability. Rod Picot is an incredible singer, songwriter, and storyteller, and those talents were on full display, but a live 10-foot alligator on a chain ridden by a bikini-clad Letitia Costa circa 1999 would have struggled for attention next to Amanda on this night. This is where I mention her striking looks, even though I promised myself I would not, because I don't want the reader to think that my characterization of her singing and songwriting is influenced by her beauty. But damn, she is gorgeous. Somehow simultaneously stunning and adorable. She has the kind of beauty that takes your breath away yet invites you to smile at her. And if she smiles back, as she did when I stumbled through an invitation to show her and Rod around Jacksonville, it will cripple a mortal man's charm as it did mine. Amanda and Rod played for about an hour and a half, mostly alternating turns and including a two-song encore. It was a nearly perfect night. Go see either of them if they're in your neighborhood and get down on Amanda's new album, Carrying Lightning. Then thank me in the comments. 
I wrote that piece on my old blog, Florida Bout. It's still up there if you want to read much less experienced Jason's ramblings. It's at floridabout.wordpress.com. Uh, it was a blog where I wrote about Florida culture. Uh, if you want to hear more about Florida Bout's influence and uh, on, on what would become the marinade, listen to my episode of the Raised by Whoops podcast. There's a link in the show notes. As I look back on this, this piece holds up for the most part. Um, I'm a lot better writer now, but of course I am. It's been over 11 years, and I've written a ton in the interim and really worked on my craft. Of course, I should have taken my own damn advice and shut my mouth about Amanda's appearance. Um, the point could have been made without so many words. There's actually a couple of moments in there that I feel like I could have left in, and I think I already you know, I said it, but um, you know hindsight being what it is um and and i think the world's changed a lot since then we say things differently we think about things differently and i'm much more aware of uh women in the music industry and how they're perceived and discussed um so yeah if i had that to do over again um i i would have done it differently i would have been more tactful about it i would have Maybe not even mention it at all, actually, now that I think about it. Um, because I think the points I was making about her presence is really what's important there. At the time, she retweeted the piece when I published it, uh, which led to a spike in the website's traffic. I think there were dozens of people reading my blog at the time. This was back before there was a retweet button. You had to copy the text of the tweet and then write RT ahead of it and then tag the person. Anybody remember that? I'll always remember that show for the performances and for how taken I was by Amanda's presence. She was less bold back then, but it was clear that she was destined to be a star. Folks describe her now as fearless, right? When we think of her, we think of fearless. And I concur with that assessment, but back then it was something different. Like she hadn't quite figured out how to harness all that power that we now see just bursting from her being. It's fun to look back on that experience. I was a month from... uh, moving back to Jacksonville when this show show occurred. I'd been in my hometown for a little while and uh, a couple years, and I was moving back to Jacksonville uh, where I'd lived off and on for quite some time. It was the same month as the Wilco show that featured on an early Marinade Moments. It was a really fertile time for me creatively. Um, My soon-to-be roommate went with me because I I I got stood up by a date, straight up ghosted, although I don't think I had the language for that at the time. I hope she's doing well. If you enjoyed this marinade moment, make sure you subscribe to the marinade on your podcast app and follow us on social media. Check out our feature episodes of the marinade with Jason Earl on the same feed that you're listening to this. Consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash marinade podcast, where you can gain access to Patreon exclusive content like our shows, Jason's journey and what we're getting down on for just two bucks a month. Above all y'all, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show until next time. Go out and create something. Cheers. Y'all. Thank you.